Hey guys, so on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about my one of my many <laughs> elective rotations that I had during clinical year. This one was in allergy and immunology at a local clinic. It was one that I didn't know a lot about going into, so I definitely learned a ton, and I'm sure you guys will too, so stay tuned. Alrighty, guys, so this rotation was definitely different than anything I had really learned about very much in didactic year. I know, at least in my program, we don't really spend a lot of time on allergy and immunology, if even any time on it, honestly. We do touch on asthma, of course, and of course the clinic I was at, we saw a lot of asthma patients as well, but this was definitely a very good learning experience for me, and if it's something you feel like you might be interested in in this sort of specialty, I would definitely encourage you to try to get an elective if at all possible in it at your program. Like I mentioned before, thankfully my program does offer five electives, which is very atypical. I think the standard program offers like one, two, or three. I could be wrong, but this one was really cool. I wasn't sure going into it. I mean, I was excited about it, but it wasn't one of my top electives at the time. I was really interested in derm and psychology. Um, Of course, I still am in those as well, but this one was really something that I enjoyed and I didn't know if I would or not. I didn't really have many expectations going into it just because it was such an unknown for me. That being said, it was in a clinic setting, outpatient clinic, There was no inpatient or anything like that going on. Our typical schedule was Monday through Friday, we would go in, usually I would say eight to five, just depending on all the patients. Um, We would usually get a decent amount of no-shows or reschedules, cancellations, things like that. So that would change the pace of the day. But on Wednesdays, we would go in a little bit later. I believe we would work 10 to seven, so that was a little bit different and then on Saturdays we would work every other Saturday was a half day thankfully my preceptor was gracious enough to only make me go in one of the Saturdays and honestly it went by really fast I think it was like an 8 to 12 shift and it went by pretty quickly so it wasn't too bad but of course I think that was one of my only rotations where I had to work a weekend aside from emergency medicine and, and my inpatient And we did, me and my preceptor, of course, I worked whatever her schedule was. So she went back and forth between two locations. So one of them was in the medical center. That's where we were at three days out of the week. And then the other two days, I believe we were at the Stone Oak location. So a different part of town. So it was nice to see the differences between those two clinics. They had a little bit different patient population I would say the Stone Oak location was a little bit slower in a little bit more affluent area not quite as many patients on the roster there yet I believe it actually no I know it was the newer location so that was probably why but 
nonetheless, it was nice to see the flow of things and everything that each clinic entailed and the differences between those two. Of course, when it came to patients, we saw pediatrics all the way up to geriatrics. So the whole scale of everything, which I really enjoyed having that nice mix of patients. And of course, I enjoy the pediatric side of it. So it was nice to see the kiddos coming in and even a few babies as well. My preceptor, of course, she was a graduate from my program. So as I've mentioned in other episodes, those tend to be more so my favorite preceptors and this definitely was the case here she was around my age I believe and had only been out of PA school I want to say three years maybe I could be wrong but uh, so we had a lot in common just personal life wise and we really ended up hitting it off I would say and I definitely enjoyed working with her as well as the other PA on staff who coincidentally was around the same age as us as well. Also working in the clinics, we had a ton of MAs. There were about three physicians on staff. So we had uh, the, the one who owned the clinics and then two others as well. And then front desk staff, of course. I would say that most of the type of conditions that we saw which a little surprising for me I went into this thinking we were just gonna see nothing but asthma nothing but people with seasonal allergies however that was not the case I was very surprised to learn that we saw a lot or a decent amount of derm on this rotation which was a pleasant surprise for me being someone who likes dermatology as well I thought that this specialty was amazing and the fact that it married those two things. So you get a good mix of derm, a good mix of the pulmonology and the immunology. So that was really cool and something that I didn't expect. We definitely saw, I would say the most common thing derm-wise was your eczema, atopic dermatitis. So we treated a lot of that, which not everybody knows, I guess, that you can go to an immunologist for that but of course you can right so not always having to go to a dermatologist fun fact to be treated for that and of course we saw all of those asthma patients so anywhere on the scale from very well controlled very not not well controlled adjusting inhalers as needed I got more experience with seeing the PFTs being performed. They also did nitric oxide. Exhaled nitric oxide is another way to kind of predict how how well or not well. The asthma was controlled just depending on the patient's insurance. We saw a bunch of upper respiratory infections and acute concerns like that. We saw, of course, your seasonal allergies. We saw some food allergies as well. And it was cool to see the people coming in for their weekly allergy shots and kind of all that that entailed as well. We saw a ton of the immunologics, right? So that being like your Dupixin, your Nucala. Uh, There's so many out there, like I could just keep naming them off. But (laughs) saw a lot of those, a lot of patient education on those, learning how to use those medications because of course they are injectable and just kind of the risks and benefits that go along with those newer medications. Got a ton of 
education on those as well via the drug reps. I would say my favorite part of this rotation, or one of my favorite parts really, was all of the drug reps who, because of course immunologics are super popular right now, it's one of the hotspots of medicine, I would say. So I would say 99% of the time we had drug rep provided lunch or snack or breakfast. I went to at least two or three drug rep dinners with my preceptor and that was also amazing too, especially as a student when you're on a budget and you can eat at a nice steakhouse for free and learn about a new medication. It's definitely a win-win in my book as well as networking, right? That's always a plus. So if you have the opportunity, definitely try to go with your preceptors if they allow you. Uh, when they go to attend these drug rep dinners. I would definitely recommend that as a clinical student. They're a lot of fun and you learn, and like I said, make those connections as well. Now, we also saw people with food allergies, so I learned a lot more of those more common food allergies like peanuts, of course, all of the tree nuts, and, and even eggs, things like that, and just a lot of testing that we did. We did some testing for food allergies. We did a lot of testing for environmental allergies as well, whether that be via blood or via the skin pricks, and that was another common thing that we saw a lot. We also saw patients with nasal polyps. We had a mini CT scanners, kind of what they call it. It's like a low-dose CT scanner that we utilized in-house to check for patients with acute or chronic sinusitis that may potentially have had that. So we saw a lot of that as well. And like I said, the most of my favorite things, of course, had to involve the food aspect, but I also just really loved the derm aspect and the pediatrics of it too. I think it was really, really nice to have those added in when I didn't know that they were going to be initially. I definitely learned a lot because like I mentioned before, you don't learn on average, I would say, a ton about allergy and immunology in PA school. So because it's not highly tested right on the pants, our national certification exam. So it was really, really nice to see that and to have that experience that I don't think a ton of people get during PA school. I know my preceptor, she did not have any rotations at all in this field. So, and this, she went directly into this field out of as a new grad and she told me it was a very steep learning curve because she basically was going in blind getting you know all of the education from her supervising physician and now she's a beast she's you know very knowledgeable in the field but that wasn't the way when she started out is is what she said to me so I thought that was very interesting too if I had to say like a least favorite part of this rotation, there really weren't any to me. I think this ended up being one of my more favorite rotations as well. I mean, it is an elective, so that's to be expected, right? But it was just really neat and something that I learned a lot and had a lot of fun with that I went in going and not knowing what at all to expect. But if I had to say a least favorite part, maybe it would be like the late nights on Wednesdays. It's in my opinion, always a little depressing to get out of work, you know, at seven or later, you feel like the day is gone. But then again, we did not go in until 10. So it was definitely nice to sleep in on those days as well. And then when it came to 
the EOR for this rotation. Of course, this was an elective, so at some programs, you don't have to take an EOR. Thankfully, there's no exams. However, at my program, you're not so lucky. You do still take a faculty written exam of 50 questions, electronic exam, of course, on your computer. Thankfully, I passed it and did pretty well, thankfully. Um, Of course, it's always on the topic, at least at our program, on family medicine. So I just did what I did when I was studying for the PAEA family medicine EORs. So that being my usual, you know, my go-to, the Stephanie V YouTube videos, good old smarty pants, good old Rosh review, and then of course the Quizlet cards that I make from all of that information. So it was my my fail-proof way, or foolproof way rather, to do well on my EORs. And I'm very thankful that I found a system that worked for me. It's definitely a big learning curve in the beginning when you become a clinical student and you're trying to figure out your new schedule and adjusting every month or however long your rotations are and figuring out how to fit in studying alongside essentially working, except without an income, of course. But So that's all, it's a huge learning curve. But once you test out the different options that you have to study and the different ways and find something that works for you, I would say stick with it because everyone has different learning needs. But once you find what works for you, save yourself the trouble and just stick with it. And as long as it's not broken, then why fix it, as they say. Now, of course, I am done with PA school currently, so I'm going to wrap up my elective rotation and rotation recap episodes. There will be one more coming out on my psych electives. So I ended up doing two additional psych rotations in addition to the one that is a requirement as a PA student. So I'm just going to touch on those and kind of update you guys on everything that's been happening. Definitely want to give you guys an update and an episode on just kind of what to expect after you graduate. It's been a lot more emotional than I would have thought, both good and bad. And it has been almost like another learning curve when it comes to getting licensed and figuring out how to apply for jobs and how to get your DEA certification and how to get your NPI number and just things that, at least at my program, we weren't really educated on how to do these things and so we're just kind of like the blind leading the blind at this point is at least how it feels to me so I don't want you guys to have to be in those shoes so definitely look out for a future episode on that subject and save it for when you do graduate so that way you can learn from my struggles and journey and make it a lot easier for you hopefully it would be the goal now of course You can always get your discounts, right? Always with my code PA underscore Liera. That's PA underscore L-E-I-R-A. If you'd like percent off at my PA box, the PA platform, Med by Live, Picmonic, and the Pre-PA Clinic. And of course, you can follow along, connect with me on Instagram at PA underscore Liera. I make it a... A goal to respond to all of the messages that you guys send me. I love, love, love getting 
messages that y'all are enjoying the podcast, that you've gotten into PA school, that just any any advice that you need, or if you just want to touch base really about anything, I'm here for you. And it definitely makes my day to get those positive messages from you guys as, and those of you who have followed along my journey so far. Of course, if you have been following along, you have been enjoying it, or gotten just any sort of positiveness out of this podcast just please take one minute probably not even out of your day and leave a five-star review on apple podcast it would mean the world to me i read them all i love them all and i appreciate them all much like i appreciate all of you for your listenership and just for the people that you are even if we haven't interacted i know that you're a great person okay so (laughs) all right guys i'm gonna let you go now I'm definitely holding myself accountable and keeping more on track with the episode. So look forward to a future episode coming very, very soon. And until then, until next time, keep being amazing. Keep going even when it feels tough, even when you feel like quitting. Just take it a day at a time a week at a time. All you can do is all you can do. So give it your best. Don't give up. There is a light at the end of the PA school tunnel. I promise I've made it to the other side one way or another, and I know that you can too. All right, until next time. Bye-bye.